Father, we thank you for this wonderful day that you have made. Father, you said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I thank you today that you would speak through me to those that are watching this today, that, Lord, they would receive of your word, not to be hearers only, but to be doers of your word. And, Father, we give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody say, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, if you have your Bibles, I want you to quickly turn with me to Colossians chapter 2 and verses 6 and 7. And I want to read this here, found in Colossians chapter 2, and it says this in verse 6. It says, As ye that have therefore received Christ the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Somebody say, with thanksgiving. You know, it's so important that we understand that we are rooted and grounded and built up in him, in Christ. The Bible talks about this. I love this passage of scripture. It says, all of the promises of God are yes in him and amen in him. See, we, in order for us to receive what God has for us, we have to receive it by faith. We've been teaching on the subject of faith and talking about walking by faith and not by sight. And so it's so important that you take the time that you get rooted and grounded in faith because if you're not careful, then you, your faith can begin to leak out. It can begin to, to, uh, to exude out of you. I don't know about you, but I don't know anybody that, how many of you just, just eat one meal a day or just don't eat anything at all unless you're maybe you're fasting or something like that for, for a period of time. But, you know, most of us eat at least three meals a day. And you know what that does? That re, it, it kind of builds you up. It, it gets you, it gives you the energy that you need to sustain you and for what's coming in that day. And see, when we get rooted and grounded and built up in Christ, Christ, then it sustains us for what we need in our life. And so that's walking by faith and not by sight. As we continue, the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And so as we continue to hear the word, then it continues to build up our faith. You know, recently we just did a, a uh, illustration for our celebration kids where we had a, a, a small balloon that, was, that had the words faith on it. And, uh, and a little girl was, was on the stage with Miss Amy, and as, as she began to hear, as the little girl began to hear the word being preached, then that balloon got bigger, and it got expanding, and it kept expanding until that balloon, it was a red balloon with faith on it, was like this big, this high on the platform. It was bigger than, than she was, but it was because she kept hearing the word. And see, as you hear the word, then it helps to build up your faith. It strengthens you. How many know the joy of the Lord? Lord is your strength. Come on, somebody just shout out, the joy of the Lord is my strength. You know, it takes faith to walk in the joy of the Lord. You know what? There might be circumstances, there might be things around you that are going on in your life that you just don't feel like you have the joy. But you know what? We need to receive the joy of the Lord. See, that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to try to steal the joy that God has put in your life. Don't let him steal your joy. For the joy of the Lord is my strength. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Now I want you to turn with me to Hebrews chapter 2. In verse 1 it says this, Therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which ye have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. 
And I want to read it in another translation. And I thought this was good, found in the passage translation. It says, verse 1 and verse 2, Hebrews chapter 2, verses 1 and 2, in the Passion Translation. I know it won't be on the screen. I'm just going to read it to you. And it says this. It says, this is why it is so crucial that we be all the more enraged and attentive to the truths that we have heard so that we do not drift off course. And it goes on to say, For if the message of the law spoken and confirmed by angels brought a just penalty to every disobedient violation. Look at that again. I want to read that again. It says in verse 1, This is why it's so crucial. Somebody say it's so crucial. It's so crucial that we be more engaged and attentive, not to the news, not to Facebook, not to the things going on around us, but be more engaged and more attentive to the truths that we have heard in the Word of God. Talking about being rooted and grounded, being rooted and grounded in the Word of God. It's saying be attentive, be engaged in the truths, to the truths that we have heard so that we don't drift off course. In other words, we ought to be a doer of the Word of God. We ought not to drift off course. Do you know, you know, the other week I was sharing with you how for my birthday I, I had an op- awesome opportunity. I went out deep sea fishing and, uh, and I, I loved to go fishing and I was excited about the trip. Other than the fact I got a little seasick while I was out there, it was fun to catch those big fish. But you know what we would do is we would go out and, I mean, it took us at least three hours, if not four hours, just to drive out into the Atlantic on this boat right out there to find where the fish were because we were going to catch the big fish. I wanted to catch the big fish. And so we were on our way out there and it took some time to get out there. But when we found where we wanted to fish, when when we could see on the the fish radar and see where we wanted to to stop and to try to put our pole down in the water, do you know that what we did is we put out an anchor so that we wouldn't drift. Now we were so far out there that the water was so deep that the, the anchor itself actually didn't make it all the way to the bottom. And so there wasn't enough uh, chain and enough rope to reach all the way down to where we needed to stop. So what they would do is they would drop the anchor and it would be down below the boat so that we wouldn't drift off course as fast as we would if we didn't have an anchor. But did you know, as we were fishing, what would happen is, is when we first got there, when we would first see all the fish on the radar, because me and my buddy, that I went with, we were right there near the, uh, the, the, uh, where the captain sits and where he drives. And so we could look over our shoulder and we were like watching the fish radar, trying to make sure we were going to catch the right, the big fish. And so we were looking at that and you know, we would, as soon as the captain would say, all right, go ahead and drop your line in the water. We would drop our lines in the water. And all of a sudden, I mean, within a couple of seconds, I mean, everybody would just be pulling in fish. Everybody would have something on their line and we'd be reeling them back up. But then within just a few minutes, we would have drifted off course from where the fish were. And so we need to be careful that in our lives that we don't drift off course from where God wants us to be. See, God wants us to be building up our faith to hear the word of God so that we can walk by faith and not by sight. And so how do we do that? How do we not drift off course? Then we get into the word of God. We read the word of God. We pray. And as you read the word of God, I would encourage you read out loud so that you hear the word of God and that the faith gets built inside of you because the Bible says, as I've already quoted, 
Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So don't drift off course. The word requires us to be a doer of the word. Leave no room for excuses. There ought to be no excuses for doing what the word of God says. A faith life is a life of endurance. You know what? We, just, we don't just go through life letting everything just happen. No, we live a life of endurance. God has a plan and a purpose. We're running our race with endurance to accomplish what God has for us to accomplish. And so we shouldn't be moved by our senses. We shouldn't be moved by other things that happen in our life. We should only be moved by what we believe. And what do we believe is found in the word of God. Amen. And so again, look at that. And, and, and so the times that we're in, these situations, situations that you might find yourself, don't allow yourself to drift from the truths of God's word. See, I, I've seen it happen in people over the years and over time that all of a sudden they may have had a truth, they may have received the word, but what happened is it was kind of like a fire or a coal on a fire. Have you ever noticed that whenever you take a log or a coal away from the fire, then what happens? It begins to get cold. It begins to, to begin to, um, to, to die down. But see, no, we need to get closer to the fire of God. We need to get in the fire of God so that God can uh, ignite us and, and, and rejuvenate us so that we can accomplish what God desires for us to accomplish. Somebody say amen. And see, that, that faith is, is what we should do in our life in order to receive those promises that, that God wants us to walk in. It takes faith for us not to drift. We constantly need to be hearing. That's why it's so important that the message that you receive, the message that you receive, it matters. And see, that's why it was important that Jesus came to this earth. Jesus comes with his word. Living by faith is living by Jesus. It's a relationship. It's a relationship with Jesus. Living by the word. Living by Jesus. See, he comes to his, with his word and they aren't separated. If you want his hand, then you need his word. If you want to receive what God promises, then you need God's word on it. Somebody say amen. I know that that's right, amen? See, and, and as we hear that, as we receive the word, then it helps us to hold fast to our confession of faith. See, we need to, as we've been teaching on, we need to call those things that be not as though they are. We don't call those things that are, that are as though they are not, but no, we call those things that be not as though they are. And so when we do that, we hold on to the faith and we hold on to the promise that God has received for us. There are things to keep you connected to the faith. See, I want to encourage you, keep living by faith. I want to encourage you to, and, re, and remind you today to keep living by faith. Renew your commitment to the word of God. Get materials and, 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 and hear the messages that build your faith. You know, my latest messages have been out on, on podcasts and on, on YouTube, and you can go back and watch those to build up your faith every single day. Because even as a pastor, even as I go throughout my day, my faith begins to leak. But you know what I do? I get back in the word. I, I constantly am listening to my pastor preach words of faith. I'm constantly listening to, to the word of faith. I go back and I listen to my own messages to build up my faith, to build up the word of God so that I don't drift 
from where God wants me to be. Amen. And see, I was just, just recently, I was just talking to a, a church member here during, during this uh, situation with COVID. And, and we were talking about how it's important what you're connected to and how you're connected. And as I was beginning to share with them, they were just telling me how, how their family's been blessed and how they've been blessed even during all of this that's been going on. And, uh, and, I, and, and all of a sudden, they kind of brought up the, the thought of, of how Joseph, whenever Joseph was, was in Egypt, and all of a sudden, he, they, he interpreted the dream and how he had seven years of, of prosperity, and then there were seven years of famine, and then there was the seven cows that were fat and the seven cows that were skinny, and it was... Again, he interpreted that as seven years of prosperity, seven years of famine. But did you know as he took those years of prosperity, he made sure that he had enough during those seven years of famine. God supplied the need and eventually his brothers and his dad had to come to Egypt to ask for, for food and, and for, for provision. And, uh, and so it was amazing how, how he was connected to the word. He had received the word, and then he did something with the word. And we ought to do the same thing in our lives. And I was just encouraging that person as I was talking to them about how when you're connected to Family Worship Center, when you're connected to the things of God, you know, this person was just sharing with me how, how it, it, even in their finances, how they've continually been giving and, and tithing and sowing into the kingdom and into, into Family Worship Center. And as they've stayed connected. God has blessed them. They were telling me about how they had their kids had just received raises on their jobs and how they had just gotten blessed. And during all of this, see, God wants to bless you. God's word always works. Somebody say amen. And see, it's so important that we receive that word. And so that's being established in the faith. It's important that we know what we're connected to. And so it's important to know what you've been taught. See, faith will make a winner out of you. I don't know about you, but I like to be, I like to win. When I play a game, when I play basketball, when I play a sport or something, I like to win. I don't like to lose. God's word, as we, as I've said recently, it was amazing to see how, how King Uzziah, we were talking about how he was prosperous in the early years. And the Bible says that as long as he sought the Lord, God made him to prosper. God wants to make a winner out of you. God wants to make you to prosper. God wants to make you and your family that, that, that there should be no evil befall thee and no plague shall none come nigh thy dwelling. See, as we stay rooted and grounded in the word, and how do we do that? By receiving, by hearing the word. See, I heard a great preacher. He said these words, and I thought it was great. He says, I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm only moved by what I believe, and I believe the Word of God. I want you to just say that this morning. Say, I believe the Word of God. Say it again. Say it like you mean it. Say, I believe the Word of God. If you believe it, then it will work for you. But see, if you don't believe it, how many know the Word won't work for you? See, you've got to believe, and that's walking by faith. You've got to trust and believe that what God said He would do, that He will do. Come on, somebody say amen to that, amen. And see, don't give up before your breakthrough. Don't give up. I want you to go quickly to 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And uh, I want to read this passage right here. It says this in verse 8 and 9. It says, For we would not, brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength, insomuch that we despair even of life. 
But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God, which raiseth the dead. In other words, they had a trust in God. Paul says that we had to keep trusting and pushing forward. We had to keep trusting and moving forward in God, in Christ. What did we say earlier? Being engaged and trusting in the Word of God. No matter what comes, keep trusting, keep believing, keep standing in faith. Having done all to stand, stand by the Word of God, by faith. Amen. Paul tells us to keep going. God will will work on your behalf. God will deliver you. God will bring you out. Amen. And see, nothing should move us. Nothing should cause us when even though challenges may come. You know, I've been recently thinking about that passage of scripture that talks about no weapon formed against you shall prosper. See, we need to take that scripture and think about, you know, how many have ever been working on a computer or a program of some kind and and you work for hours working on a project. You maybe you were typing up something, maybe you were typing an essay or something like that and you spent hours of time and research and and typing those things down and then all of a sudden something happens and all of a sudden the program freezes or the computer accidentally shuts down or somebody kicks the cord out from behind the table and all of a sudden you lose all of that work, all of that effort, all of that time that you spent developing. See, that's what, the, that's what God does to the enemy. The Bible says that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. You know what? The enemy may be forming a weapon. He may be taking some time and, and trying to plot and trying to plan. But see, God says in his word, God gives us a promise that he said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And then all of a sudden, all those plans, all those things that the enemy plotted against you, you know what, just in one moment, all of a sudden God comes through and the miraculous happens and walking by faith ends up encouraging you and all of a sudden God comes through and all of a sudden all those plans go away because what the enemy meant for bad, God turns it around for good. God doesn't allow that weapon to prosper in your life because you have a promise and you're standing on the word of God. Somebody shout out amen. And so we need to do that. We need to understand that even though situations may come, even though situation, things may happen in our lives, that we don't stop trusting in God. We don't stop walking by faith. But every day you ought to get up and you ought to be believing God for something. I don't know what you're believing for today. Maybe today you need $5. Start today and believe God for $5. Maybe you need a, a bill paid. Maybe you need a healing. Maybe you need a touch from God. I don't know what it is, but I want to encourage you every day, every week, you ought to be believing God for something. Believe God to come through. Believe God to do the miraculous. Believe God to work on your behalf because he promises that he will. But you've got to abide in the word. You've got to be trust, uh, rooted and grounded and built up in Christ in his word. How many know somebody say amen if you believe that today? Amen. <laughs> 